dangerous people on the planet. Or if they can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the 10th News Network. I'm not even apologizing. We've been off for a bit. 2019. No, life is life. Life is life. This shit is rough. Fuck. Like, I'm not even. I'm not even apologizing. Before, everyone here had it hard. Before we used to say like, "Yo, um, apologize." None for of that intro not, shit. None of that. No. We happy not to be here. Time. We yeah. happy to be here. Be lucky I'll get the fucking podcast. Yo, you know what? <laughs> one of the funniest moments of the year though is I had a rough week and I messaged Andrew randomly. <laughs> And I was just like, yo, where you going for happy hour? And Andrew just laughs at me. Because he's like, that's the kind of week you've had. <laughs> this is my thing. When like, Kyrie messaged and said, what's going on for real. happy hour? I know it was a rough fr- time. Because Friday is as well done pizza day to be yourself and not be around people. We all we all know each <laughs> other routine. I don't be around y'all niggas. Bro, if me or Kari message and say, boy, where are we going drinking? I don't even fucking drink. No. So if one of us message and say that. You know it's a wife. It's, a, it's something, something going on. Something real happened. I feel like that's what the back half of this year has been like. It's been a rough back it's nine. It's been a really rough back nine, actually. It's a rough back nine. Yeah, so usually we would do a year-end podcast, but now we could basically cover the entire decade. And I even, even though we as part of a sports and pop culture uh, community and a website, um, we, of course, do year-end lists. And I always think that, think of it as being like arbitrary like it's just basically a calendar date moving over even the 10-year challenge i think that started in 2018 Mm -hmm. but now people are are doing it again in another kind of 10-year challenge so for you uh i sent everyone just like some brief notes i had what was the standout moment or thing that resonates to you the most in maybe not just 2019 but of the last 10 years trump for me for, for me it's honestly trump Bro, I mean, no, I'm going to let you finish expanding on, on that. On. But the thing about it is, the crazy shit is what is happening now is we record this uh, on, a, on, a, Fox, on, a, on a Wednesday night. Maybe the thing that the story <laughs> of the decade and it's happening right before the decade's done. I can't go believe ahead our generation is beholding this because how old were we during the Clinton impeachment? How old uh, were we? Like, I was I was like 10. I was. Yeah, but we we was like between the eight and ten range. Yeah, but now in our lifetime, like I I never knew in my lifetime I would pay attention to the news. I never gave a fuck about the news when Obama was president. I didn't care. Not really. Shit. You know what? I feel like we got into that fairly early once cable was a thing. Yeah, once cable was a thing. Cable news was a thing. So around the um, end of the Clinton um, administration, beginning of the Bush administration, (laughs) I was just all about uh, politics, and I remember watching. Bush give, have the president given to him and seeing that and saying, this shit is better than anything else on TV. This is dramatic. This is the future of the world. And it seems boring because it plays out on such a long timeline. Yeah, but yeah. Bush becoming president leads to, um, he's president while 9-11 happens, leads to the Iraq I war, leads to um, Tea Party movements and America's economy waning, leads to Obama getting elected. Ultimately leads to Trump because hanging chads in two, in two thousand. That's how crazy this shit is. And like their season will just take twenty years to play out, but it's just as good as peak Game of Thrones. Not the shit we. So 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 y'all niggas time. were watching news ten years ago. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Had I come in and said, I think I think Trump could be president. 
<laughs> in 2018. No, nobody would have believed that shit. And of all the podcasts that we've done surrounding, like the one we did right after he got elected, it felt surreal. Yeah. And this has been going on for years now. And honestly, it still doesn't feel real to me. I don't know if it ever will. Like, it'll always have that feeling. Sometimes I just sit back and I'd see him tweet some ridiculous shit and I'd think... This nigga actually did this. Yeah. So for Andrew, it was Trump. For you, was it also Trump? I think and this Trump was is... 2016, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, because who who's the leader of the free world is the most important thing yeah. in, in when, when yeah. you're talking about perspective. And when it's somebody this polarizing, somebody that comes from out of nowhere, basically a real estate mogul slash actor slash reality TV star, comes from that to become the president, which is actually not unprecedented because Reagan was just Reagan, an actor. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but Trump is something completely different. Yeah, yeah, but then... But and then, Robert Redford. Yeah, but then when you look... I wish Redford was actually president. <laughs> yeah, but then when you look at the domino Not effect of it, it isn't, it isn't just Trump, you know. It's Trump, and then by effect, Boris Johnson. Then we went down to Venezuela. Well, we, so, we, we, so we could say that. Me, we could say the for right. For me, the, the thing that defined this decade was tribalism, and we've talked about it a lot mm. on this podcast, right? Mm. And this is why it is tribalism in a broad sense, but I think the same way that um, you could have a disease uh, pandemic that because of technology gets to spread easier, I think the advent of um, social media and 4G, and now we're about to have 5G in a few years, I think all of that has led to tribalism where people can identify people who are in their tribe easier. And then they can go into echo chambers and have people tell them how smart they are and how right they are and how everyone else who isn't them or who isn't their tribe just doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. So that goes for the left and the right. And Trump is just kind of a symbol of that for me because you see his approval ratings don't dip below a certain threshold. Mm -hmm. You saw the conservatives in the UK. They won the Brexit vote and then they had a massive vote and won again. Landslide. So and then in India, we saw the same thing. So all of the, these things that we see, um, these nationalism people being uber patriotic, that is all just part of tribalism and them being so more connected to people who they think are authentically them. I was talking to my boss the other day about how some Bahamians just believe that they're authentically Bahamian. And if you don't sound like them, act like them. Um, and do everything that they think defines a Bahamian. You're not the you're not a real Bahamian. You're something else. You're an other. You're bougie. You're... We still get attacked with that, right? All the so time. That, that's, that's why. This, that's why I say. That's why I say. Like for me, like Trump is not the disease. He's just like a symptom. Because after Trump, there will be something else. There will be uh, someone who we might look back in ten years from now and be like, Trump was fucking pretty moderate. Because this other oh guy who was out here, who was tweeting and or who might not even tweet, like Mike Pence might be. I, Mike Pence isn't worse than Trump. I hate when people do that. But there might be another guy who we don't know yet, like some far right uh, troll on the internet. A YouTuber might become president at some point. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, everything's on the table. Now yeah, when Louder with Crowder is running for election, didn't, and then didn't we that think with Italy, the like, like not Italy, Ukraine, a comedian one. The Ukraine president or prime minister? I, it, like, that I actually he's don't a reality remember. That star sounds like Black or, Mirror, but yeah. It, no, it's real talk. The Ukrainian guy, I think he's mm -hmm. either a comedian or something else, and he won the election. Right? So, the but here's the thing. It's not just... You're right about the thing that, that, that people are in an echo chamber. You're just hearing your similar thoughts, and you go in with your confirmation bias, and you react off that. But what it also does it is it allows people to galvanize that kind of support, and you attack people that are not in your in-group. Mm -hmm. That's another byproduct of this whole stuff, because it makes it very easy 
for, let's take it from the social media aspect. It makes it very easy for us to hide behind computers, hide behind yeah, because names, and just continue to attack, continue to use that as a, as a means of oppression. And that's how the groups establish dominance, by destroying someone else who's on the other side or, quote-unquote, canceling Cancel someone. Cancel culture. Canceling someone. And it's just all a part of the same thing of, I get enough people upset about this. They then join my tribe, and they get to stick around. So we, we talk about Trump, right? And Trump has his tribe and people who are very loyal to him. People are excited about the impeachment news. But think about it. All of us are saying, there's no way he's actually not going to oh, be president. Oh, yeah, he's not going to no, be Like, no, the, yeah. the Republicans have already baked in, like, oh, my God, yeah, you guys are going through this, but he's still going to be here. Oh. And then there are people who are saying, yeah, they're still going to vote for him. Nothing has changed. He could be impeached. Kanye West isn't going to come out and say he's not going to wear a MAGA hat and paint himself silver anymore. This he's man not gonna say said that. I could shoot someone in Times Square and get elected and got elected. I believe he is mad that this impeachment isn't like about something more serious. Like, so, yeah. Well, no, yeah. this is serious, but something more like Trump-like. Something more I along feel, his line of this fake New York let me elaborate that he on makes that. himself is. I think what you're trying to say is I think Trump is saying to himself, y'all little niggas, I was trying to like nuke. Like, y'all know I was about to nuke someone that are there, right? I'm like, like to tell me, you know, you can't nuke them, right? Like, I believe he, he <laughs> like, really <laughs> thinks that. Like, I really think he thinks that. I was going to turn this whole shit up. Y'all don't even know that. <laughs> exactly. No, y'all don't even know that. <laughs> that was on a Thursday. I had drones heading to, for Baltimore, and, like, they had to call them off. All y'all just <laughs> going to work for no reason. Y'all didn't even know. <laughs> Dog, this, is this the shit you'll t- that's his energy. This is Capone getting caught on tax evasion. Yeah, I've yeah. murdered Facts. hundreds Facts. of niggas. Facts. I've been bootlegging forever. Tax evasion? That's what y'all get me you on? Gonna, like, imagine he wins and, and says, y'all impeached me, and y'all wasn't in any war, and the economy was going great. Now watch. <laughs> like, now. Like, and then he the wins the election. Oh, if, you know his like, move is to just start threatening niggas if after Trump, that. If Trump gets elected, he probably will get elected if? in 2020. If and when he gets elected in 2020, let me tell you something now. It could be scary hours. Well, the, the last the <laughs> last portion I have for this podcast is called How to Survive 2020. But we can get to that <laughs> after that. But like, do I you feel think, like you have a very good plan. Do you think that... <laughs> oh, um, anime has trained me. I'm ready. Do, do you think that the this past decade has been an indictment on the Obama administration I, across the globe? Mm, I think as, as time continues to move on and... Yeah. Because because of tribalism and because of I feel like the left feels very attacked right now because the right and the far right has been emboldened by the backlash from the Obama administration. So I think a lot of people on the left are saying we didn't build up enough capital during uh, Obama's reign. He did not do enough to push us progressively forward to be able to withstand this. So now as 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 time continues to pass. More and more years, you hear people starting to mm, turn on, starting not really turn mm. on him, but they're starting to notice the chinks in the armor. They're starting I, to say that I didn't. I didn't think Obama did enough during the time at the time while no, it was people happening. People were saying that then, but while as it was more happening, and more people start to look into it. You hear that voice getting and louder. And then I also think that um, part of the thing is that Obama didn't, I guess, fight enough and loud loud enough culturally. To where when things Clearly like this, Watchmen didn't think so. No, where things like this, where things like the Tea Party was happening, and he didn't confront it at every turn. It's too moderate. It's that he didn't see, and this is after tribalism. Right after tribalism, the thing that I think defined the decade is the take culture of everyone having a take and their opinions being so important. Wait, so Stephen A. Smith is right after Trump? It's, the take is all take culture. Is everyone think about everyone who writes anything online? 
who uh, post any caption. But what they're saying is that this surmises what I believe, or this joke is what I believe, and I think that this is going to go viral or going to take off. Of the and I of think, social media. and I think that President Obama, in his um, okay, this is not important enough for the dignity of the president for me to speak on, or I just let these things slide and let it go. Watchman said it. You you could have done more. You didn't do enough. I don't could have done I, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, to defend Obama slightly though, yeah, he's the most powerful man in the world. He served two terms. Da 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 da. But let's be honest, you're the first nigga to get in. You know what but I mean? See, that's the thing. He didn't look at it that way. I think there was a whole aura that I have I think to be every, no, I have Andrew to be everybody's saying that president. He did. Andrew was saying that he did look at it. That's that what way. I'm saying. I think he looked at it like, yo, I'm the first nigga to get in. Let me just get through this. Let me be perfect. Then let the next nigga be progressive. Let the next nigga do the work. Let the next nigga really push for shit. But I'm gonna like I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna ride the rave, cruise control. Keep it moving. I'm not really. I'm not ruffling no feathers. I could see you saying that about the first term, but then he got reelected, and you know, when to, once you get reelected as president of the United States, in that second term, you do whatever yeah. you do to legacy build there because there's nowhere to go from yeah, there. Yeah, but legacy building is not being radical and is not being progressive. Legacy building is being safe. Legacy building That's is what I'm saying, Eli like, Manning trying to check down right. to win the game. You don't. You're not Eli, going. Eli deep. Manning didn't build his okay, legacy. Okay, but you're on not going. You're not going deep in the in your second term, really. If you are concerned about legacy, and Obama was concerned about legacy, and also concerned you know what about said? what was coming next for the Democratic Party and who was going to follow after him, and like now I've laid this groundwork, right. and the person who gets elected after me now gets to keep going fool. and gets to go, and that's what they thought about Hillary Clinton, but they were all wrong because they got the decade wrong. This they got all of these things, and there are people now who are getting it wrong. There could be Republicans who are thinking, uh, they're thinking about what it is now and how people react and predict uh, react now and what they vote based on now but in four years it's going to be different this is like, russell wilson this is more or less russell wilson on the one yard line yeah boris, like, boris like, johnson was a joke yeah that's and a joke. now he's prime minister so was donald trump yeah. yeah no but not as big a no, joke as, bro, as boris trump was a joke when this shit well, first started boris is giving tea to the news yeah but like, boris is <laughs> boris like, uh, legit. boris trump went to just quote, on the apprentice Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think I think <laughs> Trump is worse than Boris, but I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying that like um, this nigga used to be in rap videos. <laughs> you his that? name was called so often in you so many rap that? songs. I was listening to Method Man's uh, Judgment Day. I learned, hey, Meth, this is Donald Trump. I was like, oh, I forgot this was a thing. Yes. Like, I forgot like hip hop embraced this nigga. Like he was him. like them. He, he was, was someone who. He was someone who was rich and told people he was rich and told everyone else to broke shit. as fuck and talk, talk shit. shit. There's no yeah. difference between the shit that Donald Trump used to say and do and when rappers would just list all of their assets you know? and that's a verse in a cash money song. Yes. You know what? Same, I was watching, same energy. Yes. I was watching Talib Kweli's uh, The People's Party podcast and he had Lil' Kim on. And he was like, he was like, yo, Lil' Kim, how do you feel about Trump? She was like, I have nothing bad to say about him. She was like, he's always been good to me. He was kind to me. Like, he putting me up in his hotel for free on several occasions. She said, I know he's doing some bad stuff, but like, and Talib Kweli was like, yo, you like the sixth rapper to be like, I ain't no problem with Trump, really. Like, only the young rappers on some like, fuck Trump. The older rapper, DMX, them like, boy, I don't know. The older rappers you, you in know New what York. Else? Yeah. <laughs> in New York. Because all of them were staying at some Trump plaza. Because you know what else? Three ninety nine. That this happened under, and would uh, ha happen under the Obama administration that he didn't do too much to 
to fix or try to alleviate was that income inequality kept getting worse and worse yeah, and worse yeah. during the Obama years and, and through the 2010s. And beca- when you see something like that happening, right? So someone like Donald Trump, who is a billionaire, people think they equate uh, money with intelligence. So, oh, okay, this guy can run the country. Mm-hmm. And the same way that because of the way capitalism works, if you think that's the most important thing and everyone in pop culture, all the rappers and the actors, they live this life of luxury and wealth and they keep singing about that shit and that that those songs get to the people and someone like donald trump becomes a desirable he has a desirable life that's the kind of life people want they don't care about no one cares about the semantics semantics of like being a good person or that oh shit i have all this money what is this gonna do to other people the story came out today about fashion over which people thought of as this entrepreneurial brand that oh i don't um, know what happened it's going like fast fashion and is going forward that that blew up into this um huge clothing line of course they're using like basically paying their workers below Bro, the minimum wage shocking is it, is it just, it's, is it's it not just shocking but cynical? it's expected no i'm saying one, one is expected yeah but it's expected and it's what people think and what people aren't, aren't offended by so how do you there's no way that income inequality is going to be fixed if everyone has this same kind of attitude and if you can't fix shit like this and you can't um, you you can't come out of your tribe for anything. Stuff like climate change will never be able to be changed either. Yeah. So this decade Listen. is just about everyone just sitting in their silos waiting for the end to happen. Like we all would always joke, yeah. we could die, and now yeah. everyone is just saying we could die. But I want my team to live. Oh, oh, that's like the John Mulaney joke where he was like, when people were like, oh, what's gonna happen in twenty forty eight? He's like, that's not a real year, like. We ain't gonna survive till 2040. Like, not my we, problem. We, we, that ain't my problem. We could die. And then, like, you know, in terms of, like, the, 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 the fashion over thing, da, 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 we're desensitized to people being inhumane to people. Man's inhumanity to man. Like, because we, they're other. We will keep buying iPhones knowing it. We know it's slave labor. We yeah. know children made this. And we still like, gotta get the new iPhone. Yo, because it's not affecting me directly. When I heard the Fashion Nova story and I read it, I, I'm, I think I look at it the same way I look at whenever there's a cheating scandal in college sports, right? Because I always go, well, everybody doing this shit. So I assume all of these Fashion Nova yeah. selling pants for $7. No. Somebody have to be making that for you know, $68. But, but you know why? Because, you know, this is the reason I send it. because everyone who does like, the rise and grind and you have to be an entrepreneur and you have to have this kind of work ethic and build your brand and build your <laughs> empire. True. No, but what, what I'm saying is that Fashion Nova did that. But the next question is, what's at the bottom of all that? Exactly. When this person becomes a millionaire yeah. or a billionaire and does this, what's at the base level? How did he get this amazing profit center? Because none of them motherfuckers go on stage and tell you the entire right. story. And like when but nobody Uber tells happens, you the It's a great idea. What happens to taxi drivers? When Amazon is just this amazing company, it's a billion, trillion dollar company. What happened to all of the like the I other the mom, mom and pop, pop book, operations? Bookshops and people who have this. Stores? None of that shit matters anymore. About, someone posted something about Oprah Winfrey and, and it was her responding to an article they asked her. Oprah Winfrey, how do you stay stress-free during the holidays? And someone above her was like, be a billionaire and have servants why would own Oprah homes. Be, I'm sorry, why would Oprah be stressed during That's the holidays? That's my point. I'm very confused. How many of these stories come out with like, Gwyneth Paltrow tells you how she takes care of her, how she juggles her job, her home life with her kids. And never once had it ever occurred to us like, oh shit, they're rich. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, that bitch don't drive. She don't drive. She don't go to the grocery so store. So why would they even know if she's looking there. after her kids? It's just there. And when it comes to slavery, and the rest of that, in the infinite words of a prophet, I don't know if it happened this decade. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the wisest man I ever heard say this. I can say it again. Who else you could dance with? 
Last decade. That was the last decade. What you gonna do? Buy organic phones? What you gonna do? Shop shop with the hemp. They have clothing a line. They have us. I mean, it's super expensive. Where that shit? Where <laughs> that shit? I mean, it, you, like organic chicken in the Bahamas costs forty dollars. <laughs> Which is weird. What? <laughs> Burger King is like you want a dollar ninety nine cheeseburger, or you go to Subway and spend t- my bill of Subway that day was twenty two dollars. Yeah, but this I mean, is what two, I'm saying. You two know, scoops of guac. You know who gets to live the life that, like, the wealthier you are, then Bezos. you get to make those kinds of choices, mm-hmm. and then. That that in that the same way you talked about Burger King, then that goes into health and the kind of health choices you're making. Who else you gonna dance with? We go to the gym. You go to, to any gym in this country. Minimum you spend in fifty, sixty dollars a month. Easy. If you can't afford that, then what is that? What is that going to do you for your be, health? You have to be fat. Or walk around Bailey Park and pretend like you're losing weight and try not to get <laughs> fucking raw when you go to your car. <laughs> That sounds so personal. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I actually that like. That sounds so personal. No, no. I, I mean, it really like, did. It never again. It threw me for a loop because for a second I was like, what the fuck he was doing by R. Bailey? No, no. Actually, no. Why no. were you there? I had him not knowing where R. Bailey is. <laughs> exactly. No. Okay. Can I just explain that I legitimately. Just said that, but I was more concerned about what Andrew said about the fat thing, and I was just like trying to move us along quickly. I was like, "Fuck!" Like Andrew just was like, "You could be fat forever." And I, was like, I, was I like, mean, whoa, 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 whoa! Man. Sorry. We, we, we've Go all, on. We've all thought it. Uh, but, yeah, but the the other thing, the whole Oprah thing and the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, it reminded me of the uh, puffy fiftieth anniversary thing and all, all like birthday. 50th birthday, I'm sorry. And people posting pictures and saying, look at this. go to is like a black status symbol yeah. thing, right? Right. But yeah. all, like, all the people posting that, and it's like, you think black billionaires give a fuck about you. White billionaires don't give a fuck about oh. white people, you know. They just care about other billionaires. I, black millionaires <laughs> don't care about other black. They care about black millionaires. Black hundred thousand has barely give a shit about me. So people are always into this for themselves. But like when you and that's part of tribalism. When people are like, "Yo, yeah, go team." You want that to be a part of that in group. Very yeah. few people want that to reach back and say, "Hey." Let me help these people that I used to once be a part of. Niggas don't want that. When you look at pop culture, all of these people want to come up so they are no longer a part of that in-group. They want to be invited and be in the room with Diddy and Jay-Z. They want to be in the oh, background we ain't of those even pictures. Saying, we ain't even saying that like there's something egregiously... Well, no. We're not, we're not even saying that what those people are doing are you wanting to be a part of tribes or you... Um, reposting that and saying like look at this black Mood. excellence no one is saying that that is wrong mm. we're just saying the same way we discuss uh, mm. the fashion over thing and the trump stuff in regards to rappers that did you look at the other level of it and then say okay maybe i could still fuck with it or you say this doesn't go along with my sensibilities or what i think about the world and this is something that i don't wouldn't want to co-sign but like then you can still buy the fucking iphone the the, the funniest thing about the diddy because it sinks to the mark the, the funniest thing about the, the diddy 50th birthday thing is you I saw the picture that's how jr smith get catch you saw the, oh shout 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 out to candace patton shout out to candace patton don't distract me with her <laughs> keep going i forget my old point fuck it i know <laughs> you know what i text the carrier earlier this morning, i was like iris west allen fuck jr smith no see here's the thing uh opposite Bird. take i feeling it because i feel like you cheat on wally Mm. That's how I felt during crisis. <clears throat> that's how that's how I felt. This ain't the time for that shit. The best. This comment, ain't the time. The best comment is someone commented on Grant Gustin's Instagram was like, "Yo, you need to reset the timeline. Yo, they're wildin'. 
Except this is Earth C-137. <laughs> so this is a different, that's a different Iris West. This is the version where, that's, where it's just a TV show and this is an actress. That's not the Iris West from that version of the timeline where that part is real. What's been fun for me about this whole thing is people informing me on how slutty J.R. Smith is. Because I wasn't aware oh, of another basketball nigga. Oh, tell oh. me. There's a boy, Tahiri. Oh, I didn't know. I thought he He's just missed. He's the Joe Button of basketball. I thought he just didn't know, know the clock was on time with LeBron. And that's all I remember from was that mean. Oh, no. He's stupid about everything. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it's not. It wasn't just that. Like, this is what he does. Segway. Okay, let's do a quick segue because let's, let's get into Because you mentioned LeBron. Sports moments of the decade. Yes. And this is where Andrew gets to say Clyde Drexler a lot. So now <laughs> he didn't have any sports moments. Sports, of decade, sports moments the of the decade this. in basketball, <laughs> where this was we would call this the player empowerment era. LeBron James. John said it. LeBron James. LeBron ruled the decade for better or for uh, worse. LeBron he, James. He, I'm, gonna, he, I'm gonna say Tom Brady. Shut no, up. We're, we're just talking basketball. We're oh, basketball. Get, sorry, yeah, sorry, we're gonna, sorry, sorry. We're going to get to it. Sorry, sorry. We don't even need, we don't even yeah. need like, even if you bring other sports into it, I mean, like, the because we're a pop culture site, so if it's sports and pop culture, that player is LeBron James, the player who the other players want to be like, who they want to, like, they model their, not their game, but they model their off-court game after the someone like. The highest Q rating. The highest Q rating. Someone like LeBron James who could be, who has a public image of the only thing that people tarnish him on is stuff that happens on the basketball court. And he's already a champion. There's no and they, argument they even, for Curry? They even reach for that. There's no argument for Curry. He doesn't have the same kind he of have reach the, and global. This nigga love Jesus so much. No, I understand, yeah, but I understand other that. other players don't like Curry. Like but oh, okay. I don't know. No, okay, I, 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 wouldn't, know. I wouldn't say they don't like him, but even okay. I'm thinking outside of the basketball realm because that's where you were going with Yeah, this. yeah. He don't have the same kind of global impact. Okay. And just, okay. Okay. just think right, about okay. popularity, even if you go back to like something in high school, like, there was like the most popular person, and then there was someone who everyone was cool with, who popular, who had moments. Let me help you out. This was trending on Twitter this week. Mm-hmm. Curry is probably black popular. You want to see a trending where some people yeah, are black popular? Yeah, I saw when popular. they were talking about that. Like, they, for they example, like, white people don't know who Nia Long is. Yeah, that's like, a real thing. Like, like somebody who's white only... people know who Steph Curry is, though. Yeah, he of course. Yeah. And American, he's played, he's but not globally. He's played golf. Yeah. yeah, it was it was like a I forget what they call it, fire block or something like that. But anyway, somebody who's only like how black people all know Leon, right? Right. The actor, right? But white people don't know who Leon is at all. Like they, so, people were playing a game like something like that. Like who is somebody very famous within the black community, but yeah. is white people are completely oblivious. Like, and I'm sure on the other side. It's the same hey, thing y'all too. need to follow Urban Throwbacks on IG though. It's great for that but, game. But oh, okay, so, yeah. so sorry, sorry. Back, back, back to your LeBron point, mm-hmm. right? LeBron became the poster child for the player empowerment era because when the most powerful mm. person, the most popular person, the best at the craft, does something, he gives license for everybody else to do it. And it influenced all the other sports as well, where yeah. people were demanding trades and then saying like, yo, I, I, like championships became the most important thing. And because it became the most important thing for LeBron and it was about legacy, like the jersey didn't matter at that point. Then it was like, put myself in the best situations to win and fuck Kevin Garnett. I'm sorry, Justin. Oh, boy, <laughs> see, and I don't want to be a prisoner in a moment, but I'm ready for that to be a moment of the decade. Why but is it fuck Kevin Garnett? Fuck Kevin we, Garnett? we can get to that in a second, right? But right. I feel, I feel say, like... Say Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler. Yeah. I feel like in the 90s, early 2000s, 
everything was so separated, right? But now the world is a smaller place and social media obviously has an impact on all of this stuff. But all of the other athletes in the other sports, they saw what was going on in the NBA. They saw this as a progressive league. They saw the leader LeBron James being able to do stuff and get away with that. And so if you're a football player, you go, what? Why don't we have these same kind of liberties? Why don't we at have all. the power? <laughs> at all. At all. Hey, hey, football players, you still don't. No one on your fucking ranking. they real slaves. Yeah. Like, they're really, like, they're really yeah, slaves. No, they're they're slaves. slaves. They're not slaves. No, y'all know what I mean. Don't, don't, don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't NBC me. No, don't, don't do that. No, I can't let, I can't let no one ride because I don't like when people make that comparison. Oh, fuck off. I mean, you kind of slaves lie. Lives didn't matter. Oh my god. Y'all know exactly what Could I mean. we just not go to that extreme? Yeah, let's, That's let's all go I'm on. Saying. Let's go on. The same way they don't go to war when they play in a championship camp. <laughs> yeah, Kellen, war. No, Kel, John reminded me earlier today Kellen Winslow did go to war with his own fucking brain. So he was okay. right when he said I'm that. A soldier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so LeBron not only changed that up until the very end of the decade when the NBA and China situation came to a head. The voice that everybody wanted to hear from was LeBron's voice. Anytime there's a a player issue, you want to hear from LeBron first because he legit became the face of the league. And this was completely different than what people had seen the two decades prior. Because when Jordan was the face of the league, he was not the voice of the league. This This was kind of the first time somebody was both. Mm-hmm. And that was a new phenomenon see, for this generation. Not to come back to Obama, I, I won't stay that long. That's the perfect example of what I was trying to say about Obama. Jordan was the face of the league, but he's like, let me just get these rings and get the fuck out. LeBron took that. I was like, no, it's time for us to have a voice in XYZ. And the crazy thing is, from he was 18 years old, he was saying I, the whole I want to be a global brand thing. And you see that come to fruition. And so, it, particularly this year, let's go straight to this decade, right? The choice for him to go to the Lakers. That was so much more than a basketball decision. That was a... I'm going to I'm going to make I'm in control these of my moves. destiny. I'm going to make these moves for after my career, even mm. so far as to have my son's high school experience be documented and everybody is going to be completely into that from the time that he's in ninth mm. grade. All of these moves are calculated for things that are outside the basketball court and on the court, also still chasing championships. So he's multitasking doing all of yeah, this but stuff. Is he still good? Yeah, no, he's Excellent. fucking great. But he did all of that off the court and was good on the court, but he didn't change the way of play. The person who changed the way of play for this decade was Steph Curry. So you're right about that. So all the analytics tended to go towards Steph Curry's game because in any other era, he doesn't get to become the person he becomes. He doesn't get to become one of the top players in the league as a Hall of Famer. But Steph Curry changed how basketball is played, the spacing of it now. And now if LeBron were to play with people like Steph Curry, his game would be even more amazing because he would have so many more wide open driving lanes. KCP can't hit a fucking shot, but no, he, he can hit four out of 15. Shots. Okay. But like <laughs> Steph Curry, the way it's played now, kids like us, older people, we love LeBron. We yeah. think LeBron's great. We say all that stuff about player empowerment. The kids want to play like Steph Curry. Yeah. I was about to say. And yeah. like LeBron could dunk <laughs> all fucking day and that's cool. And Miguel loves dunks, but the kids, they love Steph because Steph could come from half court and he negates any kind of size oh. his opponent mm-hmm. has. And he's like David versus Goliath almost every time he comes on the court. It's going to swing. My boy to work was walking upstairs mm-hmm. and cussing out his son because his son was playing basketball or whatever. His son would not stop shooting from any distance, screaming out Curry and missed every single fucking shot. He was like, <laughs> he was like I tell his boy, he's like, 
Anyway, he wasn't going, Curry! So he just kept throwing it. He was like, boy, why are they awakened? Like, <laughs> like, he was why? so confused. <laughs> why is it not working? Yeah, I, I, uh, before we get off the Steph thing, right? I, I don't, I don't want to, of course, I don't want to take away from Steph Curry's legacy because Jordan said that dumb shit about him not being a Hall of Famer or whatever because, of course, yes, Steph Curry's a Hall of Famer. Yes, he's a transcendent player. But I think we will also look at this was also the perfect circumstance for that to happen with with uh, Clay Thompson being there. You're paired with somebody like that, and then you also go to a team where where uh, Steve Kerr comes in and his mindset is let this be more wide open Wait, and more free. But I I'm think- not saying I'm not saying. This doesn't take away from Steph Curry's legacy, but it also was the perfect situation for that to develop, though. Yeah, but then that argument could be made for almost any kind of player other than the best players like LeBron James. But for someone like Steph, you saw the talent to the point where the Warriors said, fuck Mark Jackson and the way he played basketball. And Mark Jackson noted with seeing Steph and Clay early before we saw this, he said, this is the best shooting backcourt ever. And he saw it then. So people saw this coming and like, why, why say that Curry changed the way it's played on the court? No, At the same time, the people in analytics saw, wait a second, three is worth more than two. Let's take more threes. And it wasn't just the Warriors. It Other teams started to do well, that, Well, teams started to shoot more threes yeah. than the Warriors. That's been the Rockets' entire, entire approach during this whole Harden era is try to out-Warriors the Warriors. And for, for Andrew's purposes, James Harden is the best strip club athlete that there has ever been. His really? jersey, His jersey, jersey was retired in the strip club. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. yeah. Atlanta or Miami? Houston. 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 Yeah. And mm. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Come on. And the other thing about James Harden is that he's a great athlete who doesn't look like an athlete. It's so ridiculous. Has a little bit of a, a belly. Has a and doesn't play defense beard, at all. And just hey, and is zero quick defense. and explosive and yeah, amazing pause. at his job. That actually, that actually changed, but that's something nobody wants to really talk about because the, nar- the narrative is too strong. He was third in steals. And and this is this is for me and Nal's take just to end the basketball for the decade. Um, the decade actually began with Kobe Bryant winning the championship, wow. and now we have wow. Nobody remembers that that that's and and now and now now we have Luka Doncic. Who um, oh, I'm gonna let shit. you I'm gonna let you say this now, Kobe. <laughs> um, Luka Doncic, which one's better? Who's better? Luka Doncic is far better than Kobe <laughs> Bryant. Like, it's very clear that, that right now, it's very clear that right now, <laughs> Luka Doncic is on a trajectory where the conversation is going to be him, Jordan, and LeBron. That's it. If you are now, not, if you are not in that trilogy, I am sorry. Well, now, you are on the outside. Now, is, is Luka, is Luka black famous? Luca transcends everything. He can't. No, I believe he have to be black famous right now. He can't be white famous yet. He's not popular enough. That's true. He is. He's not popular enough. But he's he's going to get there. He, yeah. He's not popular enough at this moment because obviously he just arrived. Yeah. So he Luca doesn't have an endorsement deal yet. But yeah. I'll tell you one thing. All of that is changing in 2020. Okay. Okay. Well, that, 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 that's I, a, I know what I want for Christmas. I want some. I want some Illards. Do they do the Damien Illard tennis? Clyde Drexler. Moving on to football now. I want a pair. <laughs> I, I want a mediocre Andrew pair the tennis. football decade. <laughs> this is your thing. <laughs> I want to go on a date and not win. <laughs> go half on the bill. Got a tennis I want. I'm not going to win, but I'm here. And I showed up. I had great moments during the day. That's a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, hey, during the day, I had great moments. But oh, no, you know, at the you end know of the day. Are? You know what they are? They're, I see you in the gym and give you a head nod. 
was a day in low tennis. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's like those tennis eyes. Hey, hey, I, I see you at social events hey, and I just say, Barry, when in Rome. 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 Go on. Somebody tell him I'm not a Blazer fan. Football. You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna say more than that. I'm gonna message right now. The New England fucking Patriots. One hundred percent, they win. There's nothing else. Nothing else to and say. This is the thing. Tom we're, Brady is getting younger. We're not Patriot fans, but I, no. I feel like I, I just. I am a it's cult. like when people hate on LeBron's greatness yeah. and his legacy, or when they hated on, or I would see sometimes LeBron fans hate on Steph. What I didn't get is you can't even acknowledge this other person, this other team is so mm-hmm. great. The Patriots are so fucking good that they look done right now. Yeah. Would I bet my 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 city bank money against them? No. No fucking way. No. No way. I will on, never on the road, Bill Belichick and his cutoff joggers, cutoff hoodie, who wears mid white socks and I I actually didn't know. I, I probably was, I was that actually. I'm not gonna bet against him. Do you know even with Lamar, listen, who trusts, I love, but I'm not like I don't know what Bill Belichick would I, come up with. I'm a Colts fan first. Suppose Tom Brady play line back in the playoffs, nigga. I'm Could a happen. I'm a Colts fan first. I'm a Peyton Manning ass nigga that evolved into an Andrew Luck ass nigga. Do you know what it takes to beat me down to where yeah before yeah before last is when I started saying I was like Tom Brady's the best the best ever do it. I like I just give up. You I ha- give up every year. I'm like, no. yeah, Ricardo, he can't get much better than this. Yeah. And then, like, Hernandez kill himself. Uh, fucking, your boy was like, And some injured. other people. And some other people. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. what led to him killing himself. <laughs> you cannot leave that part out. Yeah. No, that, is, like, that is the most important part. No, but, like, I kept saying, well, without these two, he wouldn't do it. Okay, without Gronk, he can't do it. Oh, well, who's this guy? Oh, D- oh Philip Dawson is now on the team. All right, well, I guess that's happening. Like, it just keeps getting worse okay. and worse. We have I'm tired. To, we have to see them die. Like, that's what it is. They were, You know what we saw this decade? The one thing that broke everybody, every anti-Patriots person, what broke them was 28 to 3. 28 to 3. That's what broke three. everybody. Falcons, because yeah. you could argue Pull anything it. before that, but after Fuck 28 to 3, in that moment, I was like, this ain't over. I said that I too. said that in that moment. I said moment, that too. I was like, this ain't over. This, this ain't over. No. No, they could be. I them. think there were people that still pushed back on the Brady being the greatest thing before that. No, he's And the then that happened, and that absolutely Beloved. ended and anything. Then I remember what like, does niggas just eat avocado and tomatoes? Bet. I'm sure. I, <laughs> I'm sure. I had a memory it. pop up the other day. Uh, no, this is in February during, the, during whatever, whatever. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the one today where you said Drew Brees sucked. Yeah, no, no. That was timely. <laughs> that, was that, was, that was stupid. But. Yeah. February, I put well, up a post said that, that said, in a moment. I, th- my post literally said, y'all shut the fuck up, God is on the field, watch y'all lose y'all money. And then the next post was, I tell you y'all's gonna lose y'all fucking money. 28 to 3. God on the field. Peyton Manning used to be on the field. Peyton Manning, who I still think is probably the one of the greatest of all fucking time, top five in my book. Mm. We still, let's look at this like, wait, what the fuck, man? Yeah. When you got <sighs> Belichick and Tom, it's just, it's not fair. 28 to 3 is what did it, and then they kept going. And then, because at the beginning of this decade, it was just all the quarterbacks who we know and think are great quarterbacks, Breeze, um, Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, they all got their one ring. Mm-hmm. And then it was just Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady, and then we would have a hiccup here or there. Um, the Ravens beat Kaepernick, who also mm-hmm. defined a lot of what football came to be known for, for like a three or four year stretch. Mm. And then it was just it's just the fucking Patriots. Can There's we, always them and somebody else. They have been the constant then, of the decade. But even yeah. and like the yeah. way legacy and championship works in football is so different in basketball because Rogers won, Bree is one, Roethlisberger has two, but at the beginning of the, for this decade, just one. Mm. And then we know them as oh, those are the elite guys. 
But look at what Tom Brady did over a similar time period. Because that's the thing. Football is seen as it's so much more difficult to get that one. The yeah, one in is. football it's... means a lot more than the one in basketball. Because there's only one game. You ain't got seven yeah, chances. It's, and you I, got one chance. I think we, we also think of what you have to go through physically to get that done in football. And because it's that, like you say, it's that one game sample mm. where you got you to gotta win. So the, the, when you, once you get the one like you're Aaron Rodgers, you Gucci, you good. So anyway, Drew Brees, you got the one year in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And think about that's the premise we operate through with football, right? And Brady got six. The dog. fact that Trent six. Dilfer exists on any news or media platform, like, lets me know just, come on now. And Tom Brady, and what pissed me off is I just. Dilfer win. No, 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 I meant Brady. He has six and lost. The one thing that pissed me off is I just added him to Instagram <laughs> this year. That was the biggest mistake of my life. Tom Brady? Because it ain't fair what he's do. Like, this nigga's good looking. His family's beautiful. Every time he wins, he's like, hey, guys, another W in the book. Uh, yes. I love my defense. Can we talk about social media happy Tom Brady? Fuck off, Tom Brady. Yeah, social media happy Tom Brady is a thing. And, like, he's so annoying. I just know that he doesn't actually do the posting. There's someone who puts oh, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, video yeah, together yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, Tom, look at what we posted. And he's like, huh, nice. <laughs> so all he has to do is a little intro where he's walking to his car. Hey Keep guys. on going. <laughs> and like he says that one He's corny such line. A bitch. I hate him so. Hey guys, you know what? Another W in the books. Uh, I love my defense. I love all the guys. Uh, God is good. USA. Hug puppies. Let's Children. go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, guys. Yeah. But then when you see him on the field, let's fucking go. Like he freaking the fuck uh, out. Nobody ever talks about him leaving that woman. His wife makes more than him. He's happy. Does she? Yes. Giselle yeah, makes yeah, more yeah, money. Yeah, yeah for it's, sure. It's why he gets to take these manageable contracts. This it's part rich. of why she, the Patriots are so she's good. She's the MVP of the Patriots. Brady never has to ask for a whole bunch of money. She's never gone for Russell Wilson money. Like, if Russell Wilson took less, who knows who the fuck else. Maybe they keep that whole defense together. Then they got Uggs, though. And they get another one. I mean. Well, I mean. Uggs ain't no play, play money. Sierra ain't care about the Seahawks winning. Sierra don't give a fuck about the Seahawks. Sierra's like, boy, you better go get them. Sierra album flopped. He's like, ha, ha, it flopped. Baby, see that album flop? Anywho. Sierra make up. How much you buy? How much you buy? Don't buy none. Don't buy none. Don't buy none. I just joking. I just joking. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. Nigga, if I was dating a gal with money Friday, anyway. Sierra make an album? Exactly. No one cared. I thought he was No one No, she made it and it fucking flopped. I was just going to let it go. No, 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 no. She did. And it fucking flopped. And they tried to tease online and she was like, LOL. God is still blessing me. And everyone online was like, boy, she's married to Russell Wilson. How mad is she really? Yeah, you so, ain't singing the same. You ain't dancing the same. Okay. Enough Sierra <laughs> talk in yeah, the football sorry, segment. Sorry. But then another thing from this decade, the offensive numbers are insane yeah, to the point where yeah. you see two 125 catch seasons for, for Michael Thomas. And only, I think, AB, they said, did that uh, two times. Think about when we were growing up and collecting like what, football what 100 cards. A hundred catches in a season was insane, and the rushing numbers are down. Like we don't get the insane Jamal Lewis numbers now because people realize like, yo, you don't need to run the ball as much. But like now, you see where completion percentage was an indication that the quarterback was good. Now it's not because Trubisky will go fucking sixteen for nineteen, but for seventy-five yards. Well, the bar was raised on 
on, on that because of the way the game changed. I think two things played a factor into that. I think people's approach to the game changed the more you learn about, he- the more we learned about head injuries because mm-hmm. you can't ignore the mm-hmm. the impact that CTE and the knowledge about that mm-hmm. had on the game. So I think it kind of... Sh- Kevin Garnett has CTE, that fucking guy. I believe he does. What did Kevin Garnett do? We're going to get we're, we're gonna get to it. Okay. <laughs> we're going to get to it. Right. But I, th- yeah. I think people moved away from that so the game became less about the head-on collisions. It became less about the kind of football we grew up on and became more tailored toward toward what the college game was like with with free spread open spaces and and offenses that way also the entertainment value of the game had to change as well and highlight reel goodell and the competition committee realized that what we need is more points and the same thing happened in basketball going yeah, back to both, the three both point of and those, the Steph Curry both of those thing. Change at the same baseball time. probably need that. Needs something like that. Baseball like, needs a lot. Yeah, but baseball so, is suffering. So baseball needs more niggas because the attention span of of the population right now is just. Yo, if this shit is not entertaining right away, I'm gonna instant change gratification. The the I'm NFL, gonna turn this off. The NFL even had to change their whole marketing approach because they were they, getting left behind. Yeah, they never used to post they, highlights they on social them media. Celebrate! There's like y'all can do your celebrations now. They so, backpedal on and that. So, yeah. so now, so now they're free and open with everything, even down Plus. to they have the weekend where people can wear their cleats. They may be free and open with that one day, but Nile Diggs had the best one though. He had big worm cleats. And the laces were big well, worms. Like, they, yeah, they ain't gonna let them do that. That was dang a lot. Yeah, so so you re- you realize you have to compete. I think the NFL mm-hmm. realized we have to do something to still. It's still a monster. Still the number one sport in America. Still, but but, but the NBA was pulling away from their younger fan base, though the younger demographics. Yeah, but then the NBA like had, had this, to catch up. NBA has this season now where a bunch of stars are injured and their ratings are down. Curry, and, Curry, they have Luca. It's gonna be okay. They have Luca, but no, for it's re- gonna be okay. But for real, yeah, but for real, oh, like, is this nigga? Okay, like I saw people <laughs> trying. To ex- I saw people trying to explain <laughs> the way the ratings being down, but like, oh, with streaming numbers and They're all this other shit. Ben Shapiro was like, it's too woke. Yeah, but then you know what happened? I was like, going to say, well, it's the Trump people. They don't fucking like basketball <laughs> at all. <laughs> they like football and baseball. Yeah, but like they like they like football and like even when. The football ratings were down. They weren't down because of Colin Kaepernick. They were down because of the play on the yeah, field. Right. NBA ratings will rise after the Christmas games happen. And then when football ends, people are just going to be like, this shit is amazing Remember again. Remember, it coincided with that season where it was like 12 awful backup quarterbacks. And I we keep, didn't watch I keep any saying football. this is the season where Austin, where Austin Davis got know. to start. And he was like the poster child for, y'all niggas ain't assigned Colin Kaepernick and Austin Davis How getting y'all to start games. Quick. I love calling him. Oh, no, no, no. I remember the last practice and how we switched it up. How did Joe feel with Just quickly. I, I, like, I want to derail. Um, All right. He won't play. He, he doesn't want to play. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. I was like, no. I changed my stance on it because I... I, I, feel I like always, niggas did in general. I always have my calling Kaepernick cape on. Yeah, yeah. And... I, I realized that the circumstances around it... When it, it really became a dick measuring contest between him and the NFL. And it turned, he felt like it was a hoax. And I feel like his team said, bet, if this is going to be a hoax, then none of us taking this shit seriously. And because he has that Nike money and that Nike contract, he doesn't need the NFL as much. And I thought that he was, I really believed at the time, I'm like, they are selling uh, revolution to the masses in the form of tennis and Nike commercials and videos and the shit Colin Kaepernick is wearing. And I saw that and I said like, oh, this is just revolution plus capitalism and 
Colin Kaepernick didn't really want to play in the NFL. My favorite part about it was he had a little bit of a belly inside that. So even though he said that he was ready and good to he, go he, he all the time, good. Now knows all my points on this because we argued that about was this his, in a group that was for two months. And point. I was just like, I listen, I don't need to know nothing else. Call if, him. I was like, if Nal in better shape than Colin Kaepernick, when they if they call Nal mm. for a workout and Nal, Nal wore an Under Armour no, fitting shirt. Already, already. It would look like that. Colin 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 like, and and there's nothing. Wild, but I read it, I there's like. nothing wrong with it. That's point no, one. But point two yeah, is like I, I don't believe he really, if he wanted to do that, because um, Kale and Jason, I'll speak for y'all right now. They were saying, "Yo, all job interviews are a bunch of fuckery. Mm-hmm. You go in, you have Bite to put bullet. up, you have to put on a whole suit, especially if you don't wear a suit every day to work. Why are you wearing it now? You give your whole ladder story about your life, about why you'll do this." That's a job interview. Yes, they don't do that for veteran quarterbacks, but they don't do that for veteran quarterbacks or, or quarterbacks trying to do a deal because this is different because this guy was going to be such a distraction to any team that he was mm-hmm. on that people had to know. We have to know, one, you can play, and two, what you're thinking when you play because the amount of media attention that's going to come to this team, to the other players on this team, because you have to think about the other players on the team. All of that is gonna matter. So yeah, we ha- we have to have. Is this he in the same conversation right as like Juicy Smollier and the little girl who? No, tried abs- to get no, 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 absolutely no, 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 not. No, I think, no, definitely not. I think he he is going to be looked at as something so important for this decade because he is the perfect access between sport and pop culture, no. where sport and yeah. well, I would say sport and politics collide as well because we know we know the factor that Trump played in this whole thing. But what what Colin Kaepernick brought attention to was social unrest that was happening in America at the time. Mm. I think a lot of people forget where this entire thing started. That was a point in America where shit was hitting the fan because it seemed like every time you turned on the news, every every other week, there was a police-involved shooting with an unarmed black man. That was where this whole thing started, and it ballooned into something else where that part now is not even remembered because the conversation shifted so much. Because that's not remember, that's but like if, if Colin Kaepernick, that's, that part is not his fault. No, because I because he's been on message with that straight through. If Colin Kaepernick's goal is to raise awareness to that, I feel at one he did. He's done, and yeah. he should be around because him being around just is always a reminder to people that that shit matters. So he should be and in the league. I mean, I don't know if he. Should. I disagree, nigga. You got your settlement. I, you got I, your I, Nike I feel money. Like, Sierra, your ass over there. Just yeah, chill. yeah, no, no, no. But I, no, just when chill. I say that should, that's difficult should for us a, to say, though. should be in a league is different than does he want to uh, be in the league? Does he want to be in a league? Because if he wanted to be in a league, I honestly believe he would have gone to that. And if he killed it, someone, the NFL and Roger Goodell would have said like, okay, we can give you coverage on this one now. Like no matter what he says, like even if he wants to fucking kneel, we can give you because co- there are players still kneeling. We could say like the NFL could have come out and said we ain't doing nothing about Eric Davis and Kenny Stills. Right. We're not going to do anything about Colin Eric Kaepernick. Reed. Eric Reed, yeah. sorry, yeah. Eric Reed and Kenny Stills. We're not going to do anything about Colin Kaepernick. But if he plays, he plays, and the game is going to go on. I- and that's how the NFL would have handled it, I believe, if he went to that. But in my to my mind, so fucking what? Because part of the other things that. Um, define a decade is the amount of movements that we had this decade. You had Black Lives Matter. We had Me Too. We mm. had uh, the Tea Party I discussed. Um, I talked about. Uh, we had nationalism became a thing. All of those things are kind of like, think about it. Movements are branded in a way where we could just say all the names of that shit now. Because that's, that's the kind of decade that we are in. I honestly, so now it'll be micro-movements that have that same kind of brand identification. I feel like, and it, it feels like 
beating a dead horse like a recording every time but every time we move on to the next one of these and we talk about how impactful it's been throughout the decade like i social, forgot the people's time sorry. social <laughs> what don't get me started that happened don't get me started. you know what we should get spring, started on hope that. and change i forgot like don't i'm get just me, reading all the ones i did started uh, social media is the connecting point in all of this shit fox it, yeah. it really is fox it really is but i want you to get into the people's time though yeah go for it go for it nigga Menace, I this, <laughs> this is how you know he's talking about this every day. Right, the, like, just I the just, exasperation in his voice. Right, I, I like I just don't know at what point we like we can stop settling for what we settling for. Like at what point do Never. we hold these niggas accountable? At what point do we have debates? At what point do we stop letting this the other day um he was walking into court and they were like, well, How do you feel about the protests outside? He's like three Damn three people and the people like, Oh my god, Menace and oh, he's just bruh. This nigga gotta go to Europe and the States and represent us and this the nigga y'all sending? Yes. Peter Turnquest is a fuck stick ninja turtle. The other nigga, Frankie, who keep pushing the nigga away. Um, I was told one year, sit small. And, da, da, da. Like, bro. and people legit, there are still niggas who are like, Menace is doing the best that he can. Is he? Is he really? Like, I, I, like I just, I'm just tired of the PLP and the FNM. Like, I'm tired of one of us not stepping up. I think one of us needs to step up. People are going to always give lip service to this idea of clamoring for change, but I think we also do have to realize the climate that we're in. And we as, much, part of it. as much as this younger generation, the millennials, may want this change that they think they're seeing throughout the world, you got to realize who still is in control of all of this shit in this country. And that, that oligarchy ain't going nowhere. No. I had someone say to me who was um, working on a deal. Who with these people said? Coke? Who said? Um, it's like five families who control all these decisions, and you think it's a conspiracy theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory. No. It, it, that's it's, it, it's like yeah. it's not a conspiracy theory. It's yeah. actually what happens. Like the thing, the things that people like laugh about and joke about and it's say true. drunkenly at bars and in barbershops and say those family names. Like, oh, this one family does this. It's like, no, it is like that because yeah. they're working. On, we're waiting on the government to do this thing that could help the government mm. and stuff that they're. Stuff, I can't go into detail about it yeah Yeah, but but it's just that no that's actually true like they have to wait for sign off from people politicians just kind of have like a title and that's it here's a funny joke monker monk has been saying that on lingam and people to be like monker he's so crazy monk has been saying this yeah monker's monker's like an idiot savant like he talks a lot of bullshit but the majority of it is true no i want you sleep like before he became the radio person i remember when when i first came home from school and he used to come in the tribune just about every week to talk to the editor at the time mm. uh john marcus and like he used to be Not, on his shit like we know, shit, boy. we know he he was like this eccentric character but he was trying to be legitimate at that point. Mm. Obviously, now he's more of a TV person. He's animated, yeah. So he leans into all of that shit. But no, oh, no, Christ. no, no. Don't even speak that into existence. Because I, I, mean, I, I mean, I like him, but uh, no, we don't need that. Pro- I always tell people, I'm not mad at Trump. You know, Trump is a man. We would hang with Trump. We would chill with. Tr- it's nothing Trump has said outside the racist dumb shit. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, no, sorry, no, no. Like I was looking at. Andrew, no, 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 like, no, no. Wait, what the fuck? I, like, I was sitting there thinking, I don't want to fuck with him. I- no, 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 no. You don't fuck with him now. But if he would, but if he if he wasn't the the president, you're saying before, knowing, that, but knowing the things you know now. Now that I know, I don't. Want yeah, fuck you with wouldn't him. fuck with him. But I'm okay, saying, okay. Before, you're saying if you was in that uh, method man, all New York era, method man, DMX, you'd have been and, like, and, your thing is cool. Like, like, home like, Alone too. Yeah, right, I guess you'd have been like that kind of shit. When he made the Home Alone cameo, I was like, yeah, all right, I was fucking with him then. Now, um, no. 
Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah, it's disingenuous for people to say like they Everyone fucked with him. Whoopi yeah, Goldberg talks shit with him all the day. That's you how he got cast. Oprah fucked with him. Everyone fucked Even with him. Even when he was making fun of Rosie O'Donnell, I was like, hmm. Y'all was cool. Y'all was dead cool at one point. You probably hit it. You probably paid to hit it. I really believe. I really you know what has made me? Fuck, you, know? you know what has made I me mad about this fuck. shit the most? Because think about it, if Trump fucking models all the time, and then he's why Rosie wouldn't you fuck me, Rosie Like he would have that thing in his Come head and be like, "Tired of take the dildo out your pants, put your panties I'm down." I'm tired of them. Stuff. I'm tired of them skinny bitches. Come on, son, that's what man. he would have said. That's what he'd have said. He'd Listen, he would have been like, "Yo, what you into?" When you because it's a power thing. When you that rich, you say things like, "I want to be like the grind, the ugliest gal in this in this county." Hey, ugliest gal in the county, sign up. Let's see what it is. That's when you're that rich. Well, we think he's that rich. Remember like, when we like, talked what about... what if she had an arch? Here we are. Remember when we talked about our friend before the podcast who was battling an internal conflict in yeah, the workplace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an internal conflict because I find so much of Trump shit funny. Hilarious, Like, his, his energy is actually oh, his funny. Hilarious. His energy is funny. His, I, I love to watch him, like, freestyle on live news where, like, so Mr. Trump, what color is the sky? Perfect sky, blue sky. It's the bluest sky. I don't sky. know, I don't know why people don't think, like... <laughs> but this is great. Awful people can be good at other shit. He could be funny. You know who loves him? Kenny. The Kenny de- loves him. Kenny's like, Andrew, I would vote for this nigga. The, the <laughs> debates were actually... Co- the Real? debates oh, were oh, actually oh. comical because he said nothing but to make fun of the other people. That's it. Like, that's all you remember from that Republican yeah. primary okay. is he would take people down but by I, name calling. I, I, I have to say, like, as to go... Because uh, we'll go through the movements, right? Because Trump is part of uh, a oh, MAGA shit, yeah. movement and then also affected... The Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And part of the things, as I was writing out this list, like I, I had this feeling about um, all the social media and the way we even talk about this kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. That the people in power, even like the same way I talked about those five families and the FNM and the PLP, that this is just like entertainment. Sunshine and because boys. it's just entertainment, all of this is just distraction. That's all it is. All the sports, all the films, all the movies, all this shit is just a distraction because the people in power would be like, yeah, yeah, y'all go talk about that. That would be great. So so they could throw Trump out there and Trump could be out there and know that he doesn't have to give any real points or, give any, no. or say anything in a debate because it could just be a distraction. And even when me and Andrew would like watch a debate mm-hmm. and then talk about it, we could kind of talk about the shit that Trump doesn't... Um, engaging or are you going to talk about the stuff that you just said oh you'll say some fucking jokes and then people think that that's enough and that's it and then trump will be like you know what i i don't believe in climate change do you Burn think we're that heading, shit, build a wall put people in cages do you do, do, do you think we're heading more and more we're, we're sorry we're regressing towards anti-intellectualism and just niggas being We've dumb been doing that. yeah no but i mean do you think it's going to be a steady like do you think no it, it happened it happened ever when, course correct is what i'm asking no it happened when uh chris uh, brown beat up rihanna i actually don't know oh, wait what yeah, no, because I, what? no, I, this was before the decade, but no, dead ass. When Obama was running the first time, everybody was really into empowerment, and you saw this coming. And then the inauguration happened, and black people were at Hope such and a peak. Right at top. Hope mm. and change was. I used to listen was to there. change gonna come in the gym and the eyes and well, I'd be like, it was there. Amazing. Everybody was on a wave like of pos- Cook, Everybody was on Spotify a wave of positivity. Could have been my number one song. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's life was going to change for the better. Everybody was on this forward movement and progression. And then Chris Brown beat up Rihanna, and niggas was just back to being niggas. Yeah. Like that just happened, and it was one I, I fell gotta, swoop I, like I, that. I, I gotta that look at the timeline. I gotta look at the timeline. One, I gotta look at the timeline. <laughs> and two, like immediately, my brain was like. People still defending this nigga. Yeah. 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 To this day. Yeah. 
to this you day. Know, listen, for, for all the Kaizen's Christmas productions, right? Every Where's time we went to see Where's this going? No. Wait. Oh, my God. Hold on. Again, go on. Every, so Kaizen slaps the bitch. And I'm like. I mean, I hope, I hope he doesn't. But, but to, to every time. For every time. I mean, it, it was middle age time during Jesus time. You could slap a gal and not get punished. For every time he had to sing, he just what kept saying. What are you talking about? He just kept saying, I'm Chris Brown is the point that I was going to make. And I had to correct that and said, there are some things that you have to learn about him. You should probably not be saying that. Like he was just talking about the singing. But then I had to say. That makes no I'm, guidance hit different. I, <laughs> he has no guidance. Yeah. Okay. Because you said people are still defending him. And so oh, I was yeah, just yeah. telling you how this younger generation yeah, is not cognizant of that you're shit. Only, yeah, but you're mean, only like, as good as your last hit. Yeah, you could be. You can be more popular think, than your fucking listen, transgressions. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a parent, but I just feel that if Kaiser <laughs> could look that shit up on YouTube, you could tell him at the same time, um, let me tell you what this nigga did. No, <laughs> I just, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I wonder, that have to be like one of the recommended videos next to all his dancing videos. It's like the case of, like YouTube, you all have to do that. No, no, like, no. I'm not saying I like, wouldn't just, tell him. Like, I'm just saying I, know. I'm just saying I didn't tell him right then. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Right. But the, the other thing is, for for example, for how Nal was talking about hope and change at the beginning of the decade and what it transformed into and where that's dissipated. Do you think, do you see any of these movements like Black Lives Matter or um, the Me Too, which was which for the last three years has oh, kind of Me dominated. Oh, slowing the fuck down. But, but I mean that it, it decided, it not decided, but it held people accountable. You seem like a little too happy about that. Oh, Me but Too, like, it, me too it, slowed it, the fuck it down. Held, it held men who were in positions of power who did some awful shit accountable. But is that going to translate? Is the movement going to change into something else? Because I when I try to rebrand into Time's Up, then it was like, okay, Enough this is now. like when someone comes up with a second album and yeah. it's not that good. Do you ha- is there another act? And I'm sorry if I'm talking about it like in this way, but it's the same way that I would talk about any other of these movements. I, like even the MAGA thing, like the Tea Party dissipated and Republicans realize, hey, we didn't give a fuck about the Constitution. We just didn't want that black guy to be president. We was lying the whole time. I think- because they have an unconstitutional president in there now. So in that same way, when these um, powerful men, um, they move away, and other people um, are in positions of power. If they're acting just as just as badly, will there be another subsequent movement to get them out of power? I, and I think with the success of Black Lives Matter, with the success of Me Too, I think there's going to be a whole fuckload more. I think everyone's going to have their own fucking own movement. The so question it's just is going to be micro movements. All the time. micro movements. I, I, I think the question is going to be which ones are going to hit. So you know basically, I mean? Twitter threads and conversations are movements now. And I, by the way, when I laugh. Uh, when I laugh and say Me Too is slowing down, that's not an indictment on them. I'm saying that because I think it worked. I think niggas are actually, I think the fair God is now in niggas to be like, oh shit, let me not, you know what I mean? Like, I think, not all niggas, no, no, not no. all niggas, I, but I, I think I, it's I, enough I, I, niggas to where it's not a, no, to where it's I just, I laughed at the ridiculousness, ridiculousness of it that there would be like these men who are in positions of power be like, well, I ain't gonna sexually harass everyone. Like, exactly. That, that's the yes. adjustment that they're making. That's literally the like, adjustment. That's the adjustment. Like, they're they're like old hoes who they harass before, they're like, nah, they, hey, hey, calm it the fuck down. But like the new gals, if, you, if you're newly hired in Harvey Weinstein's building, all the respect in the world. 
All uh, the respect in the world. Bro, I am honestly afraid for women and the backlash that is going to stem from this because... I've been, I've been saying that. You no know one them niggas just quiet, and here's the thing. I've been saying Their that. response to hope and change in Obama was MAGA movement. Was MAGA. Uh-huh. Was that people like, the, so what is even, their response going to be to me too? Not, not hiring gals. So I am even, afraid for women. Yeah. So right? even, what, even what Watchmen was kind of like not hinting at blatantly saying blatantly it was that it. the the main villain watchman was, was saying that Obama. there's not a place for white men in society mm-hmm. so if the rest of society says if y'all are winning how could what do you think of us and now you think you're losing because of this mm-hmm. because of like the last few years maybe even let's say they counted this whole decade because of one decade you think that what about the decades and decades before that everyone else was thinking okay what's happening to to my in-group to my tribe What's going on with them? So, and then if MAGA is the backlash, and then MAGA, you have a backlash that ends up winning the presidency. Who might end up winning the presidency again? So all of this, fuck, we can't get away from that guy. You cannot. He came in at, he came in at like yeah. the Bertha movement in about 2014, and it's just been his shit. Who do you think had the most affected moment in the decade? MAGA. It has to be, the, it has to be because... It propelled the leader I of the say free me world. Too. They took down everyone. I, I would have said. They took down everyone. But they couldn't take down Trump. And he gra- he said, grab him by the pussy. He said that but shit. But he didn't grab him by the pussy. He though. did. I'm he sure he did. He, yeah, we're sure he did. We know. Women came out and said it. We have videos of R. Kelly peeing on girls. They have the fucking. Women we, came out and Andrew, said it the Stormy same Daniels. way. Because I was talking about Clinton and his impeachment the same way Paula Jones and all these women came out against Clinton. Trump brought them to the debate, remember, because Mm. a bunch of his accusers were coming Mm. forward Mm. and saying the same shit. And he was just like, yeah, whatever. So yeah, but none of that other stuff sticks. Me, I, I feel like Me Too has been powerful, like Mm. for the culture. Like if if you're not if you're not a person of power, right? I stand away from that. If you're not a person, of, even, if you're not a person of power, <laughs> if you're not a person of power, it's been MAGA. If you're a person of power, it's probably been something like Me Too. And as John chimed in, like the advocacy movement of equality in the LGBTQ community, like that, those kind of movements hit different. They're all letters now, right? Yeah, LG, LGBTQI. It, it stops at I. It, it's I now. Oh. And interse- intersexual. Because you can't call you can't call Sam Smith he she or anything you have to call him they, they no they there T H E I R no there wait when was the Sam Smith last Sam album Smith, Sam Smith has an album coming out but he said his pronoun is now there there oh, they are them I I mean you so, cannot call him he she they, they, Buzzfeed just did a video with him talking okay, about okay fine that's cool so the album coming out next year they need to calm the fuck down no uh, no they do. No, well, okay, they do. Andrew. See, and this is the thing. This is the whole. No, they it's, do. It's, it's amazing that he would watch Watchmen and then say like, no, "Oh, all okay. of those things." But if someone just wants to be called something different, it's not that big a fucking deal. I don't it care does about not, calling him that. I'm not it doesn't about, care, do anything to your day or to your life. Whatever the fuck he wants me to call him, that's not my point. So, what do you want to call him now? What? What? Black people have to take. What we had to go through in stride. So yeah, what? But the but point is, you don't whole, want that for everyone. Yeah, I'm not because saying I want it for everyone. I hate what when I'm parents is, want their kids to no, struggle no, because no, no, they did, though. Point. Y'all missing my point. You can't. Less and less. You more. can't force your way through the door. What? You have to. Fi- no. Oh, let me finish. I think the only you have to thing find you can a way do is you, force your way. Sorry. You either, go ahead. You, either, you either finesse your way through the door, or if you go force your way through the door, all y'all got to go through the door. All of them ain't going through the door. 
It's a lot of them who stand behind. That's my point. If you all come together and all of okay. you come through, or you all need to make up your mind what you're doing. Andrew, that's my point. They're not organized. Okay. You sh- you that's the it. point I'm you trying to make. You should have made it in the closet. Huh? So what? You just stayed at you home. Sh- you should have made it. Shut the fuck up. Go on. <laughs> but uh, this is why I think that point doesn't really resonate is because... That's pretty good. The, no, the... <laughs> The that the actual point he was making though, yeah. why I think it doesn't resonate, organize, is, is because like every movement, there are going to be people though. in the, right. There's no monolith. There, during the sixties, during you the civil rights era, letters? it's it's honestly. But this is my wait, point, I, Andrew. I'm, I'm, sorry, like honestly, like during the civil rights uh, years, there were black people who were like, "Why does everyone have to be so radical? Yeah. Why y'all niggas got to go out there making trouble? But even with why y'all got to?" And every movement is like that. Every movement, there's a feminist movement, and some women who are not as feminist. As other women who believe completely different ideals and completely different topics, and even in this group, we can't agree on this point, on this one point, or any a lot of things that we debate. So why do you think an entire movement of people would have to be, act like a monolith and everyone decide yeah. on one thing? That doesn't happen. The I point guess- is that you should be accepting of. Everyone, like it doesn't, all of the shit that you're talking about, the stuff that they ask for, it's not heavy lifts. It's not I'm a not big deal. I'm not complaining about it's what they're asking life, for. Yeah, but, like, no, 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 but I'm saying like, you're confusing my point Yeah, now. but the, the, the energy ahead, that you were saying, did I confuse this point? Did you hear me confuse No, I want to see I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about saying, like conceding to, okay, I'll call you. I'll call you whatever the fuck you mean to call you. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, but what are you talking about about like going through the door? What I'm saying is. That's what I was talking about. The majority of women agree about equal pay. The majority of women agree with certain points. The majority of black people agree with certain points. The majority of that crew, they, they're not together. Who? Okay, I feel like they're you're, separate. I feel like you're saying that, but I don't. I find no evidence of that. Honestly, I've never like you saying that is one of the first things. Like, like, have you seen any evidence to the contrary? I've never. I haven't seen evidence of what you're speaking I, about. Okay, cool. I, I have, have you seen evidence of the contrary? Yeah. What I'm saying. Yes, because think about it. You know what the evidence of the contrary is that that movement exists to the point that we sit down and talk about it, and that you, everyone feels that they have to be extra sensitive or extra cautious when they're discussing those things. That's evidence that those movements have impact and are actually changing things. That they have enough people behind it. If what you're saying was the case, I don't believe that those movements would have been moving that same way. You wouldn't have seen that. Um, that wave of support, and I've been... Impact is a weak argument. <laughs> no, impact so, is a weak so argument. So what is your argument then? No, no, no. So no, no, impact, no, no. impact, impact is, is a weak, weak argument because five, you, you 5% have no... of America is dictating what 95% of America do. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about them. But you can write one BuzzFeed article and be like, oh, well... You're moving away from the point because I said that there's no evidence of what you're saying. I brought evidence of what I thought to be their impact. But you have nothing to say or nothing to back your point it's, that what that they're disparate and separate. I'm saying that they're more cohesive than you think because the movement is effective. It's actually doing something. You saying that they're desperate and they're not tunneling it right, would, that would lead to the point or to the argument that because they're not uh, channeling their power and their vision right, they would be ineffective. So their 5% or whoever's doing it, they would be ineffective. There would be no impact whatsoever, but you have no other metric. I said that and you have nothing else to say that they're not... They're not doing anything. They're, they're not doing as they're not they're not being as effective in what their movement is. That's why I don't I don't I, think that to be true. I never said they weren't as effective. What I was saying was they need to unite to make one point to say but you know what th- we want. I don't all think of- you can. I don't think you can with a group that diverse. That, okay, How I can just you make I one just want to say that like when 
what should that one point be other than equality, which itself no, is no, no. a wide-ranging thing? So what is know, that I, one I point always bring up civil rights in this argument because even within the civil rights leader, the right. radical groups, there were only two. That was split. No, so yeah, you, but there was but so many only more. two. No, not, not those no, other groups. Okay. Those other groups are micro groups. It was Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. Either you radical or you peaceful. Correct? No, but am I, I wrong? Not, I, feel I, like I mean, I, I, I would say that. Am I feeling myself? Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say that's that's fair. Y'all was the cousin the whole tap niggas and these. That's, that's and these fairly correct. It was okay. We could be peaceful about it, or we could be revolutionary. I and, think and be fucking militant. I those were the two. Those, when it came to women, the, those are not the two. And the, this is why I'm going to say that because there was an entire, there was an entire line of, of or an entire subset of black people who just were saying like, why y'all got to make noise? Why you just don't be respectful? Like respectability politics didn't come from nowhere. Oh, well, respectability yeah. politics came from that era. Oh, I was saying that both of those count, people. I wasn't counting them. Nigga. Saying that. What was the name of that leader? What was the name of that leader? Respectability politics means you old don't have a leader no, no, because you don't say ass, anything. So my it's old is, ass grandparents who were just saying like, "Yo, these white people are good to us. So how about we just shut the fuck up and are. do what we do?" That was a real thing. No, and that's, that's still I'm a real. That's still a real thing now. Sway. They didn't. They didn't hold no. They didn't hold no fucking sway. We were looking at Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Am I, am I feeling myself? Yeah, though they did have sway. Okay, so Andrew, 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 Andrew they had sway for decades before that, and That's it took a lot to get to that point. And then those leaders. See, everyone says this, and you know who also says this? The Republicans and people look back and like they act like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were popular during their they time. Do, they, do that, they, they do that now. They do that now because they, they do that with everybody, even for something as trivial as sports and something as important as this. They do that now because their voices are neutered because they're no longer here. So then you get to rewrite history and represent them and remember them in every way you want to. Right. So, so like, it, But I'm saying like at the time, so at the time and the... Mo- the moment that the movement is going, that you think it's going to be hate them, popular, niggas. those things are unpopular during the time. Of In course. that moment, the thing okay. that is popular does not dictate the future. And the last segment of this podcast is supposed to be about how to survive 2020. So, and think about like 2009, whatever was popular then, the way Barack Obama said, like he was not for gay marriage at the beginning of his run for the presidency. And see the, the evolution that he had by the end of it. So whatever we think now, what we're thinking now are going to be archaic you're old to, ideas. You're allowed of, to change. Yeah, you are allowed to change. I agree. Brooke Lopez but I, used to be a post-up center. Yeah. Now, now he only shoots threes. Okay. Uh, this is, this. that was just the warmer for what's about to happen right now. What's the movie of the decade? Movie? Oh, Endgame and Infinity War. Okay. I, I actually don't think that. But you don't? No. What was what's the, the movie Avenger? of the decade? No. I mean, the movie you missed? <laughs> Yeah, Endgame Infinity War. Yeah, that. What's yes. Go on. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I See, was not this time I didn't even send links. I didn't send articles that's to just, read. That's just my opinion. I sent a video. And I sent a video. No, I, I don't mean you. I mean I sent a 50-second video. Yeah. And Nal's eyes glazed over like, <laughs> what movies come out this year? And on the, you know what took him most of the, the page on the board? Was the movies that I listed? Like, <laughs> so I would say that uh, it feels so good not to be the fuck up. The, mo- the movement movie <laughs> of the decade was was Netflix. One uh, took over, basically changed how we watch movies mm-hmm. and changed, especially towards the end with like Marriage Story and The Irishman, changed the way people consume movies. But I think the movie of the decade to me was uh, Social Network because that encapsulated. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think one that was the best movie of the decade. In your opinion. 
Yeah, in my opinion, oh. I think Social Network was the best movie of the Let decade. And it talked about it talked about a subject that dominated the decade <laughs> in social in social media. And then it talked about the origin story of someone who was a billionaire. What do we talk about a lot on this podcast? Billionaires and income inequality. It and it had great writing. Aaron Sorkin wrote it. And it was directed by Fincher. I think and it didn't even win the Oscar for that year, but I think it's the most memorable movie from this decade. Um and, and and I'm not talking about like the the comic book movies. That's who I am. And it allowed that nigga to continue playing that same role probably every for the rest fucking of his time. Because he doesn't have to be anybody time. else but Mark and, Zuckerberg. And he kind of fucking ruined Batman versus Superman because that's how he played. He Lex was Luthor. Mark Zuckerberg. He was Mark Zuckerberg. I'm looking at social network. Like how did it, how did it affect? And you, I'm literally asking. I'm yeah. being condescending. How did it affect movies moving forward? I must have clicked the wrong thing because Wait, these movies like, is, is like how did it horrible. evolve the culture moving forward of, of like movie I, I just think that the movie was just so well done that people said that okay, Fincher is in a different headspace than us. And Aaron Sorkin, I've always thought that he was the he, best writer, hmm. and but he needed to be reined in. And the person who reined him in was um, was David Fincher. And when you put those two together, I think that they made a movie that could legitimately be it's a biographical movie. It's a great rewatchable movie, and they could have a part two there. That was just part one of Mark Zuckerberg's story, and I don't think we've ever lived in an era where someone during the time had some had made something, and then they could have a part two of their life. But I, I just think that the beats of the story were so well done, and the movie flowed so perfectly. The plot was so good. Like, from scene to scene you go to, I just think that... Everything about that movie just like I screams best movie of the decade. It's what a very about, good movie. I don't I don't see what yeah. it did for the like. like what, okay, but we're talking what, about what, what movie would you say did something about, okay, for the? Are you saying that's the LeBron James of movies? If we're talking about cultural impact, what about Get Out? There you go. I really have yeah, that conversation. I, I, it, it ain't Social Network. Okay, but I the, it ain't that. That ain't LeBron James of movies. That yeah, but but, but, I, but what I'm shit. saying is that what. One, what the movie discusses and what it talks about. Like, yeah, Social Network didn't talk about race the same way that Get Out did. But if we're going to remember anything from... I I personally think, like, Get Out is a good movie, but it's not as rewatchable as, as um, Social Network to me. Because, like, even the, the, um, the soundtrack for... For, um, I think a part of that too is also is really also the fact that it's a real story and it's still ongoing though that makes it something that's rewatchable and something people are always going to. So be what would you say in. would be what is your movie of the decade he that said, one he has said Avengers Infinity War? And the reason why I'm saying that is yeah. because that did something for the culture. I, I, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. stupid. It's a comic book movie. It's stupid. Yeah. A, a, a oh, bunch I, of plot holes. No, like, I'm not here to make Scorsese it. Scorsese could get the fuck out of here. We're, we're right. not in that uh, yeah. group where we where no, no, we're saying these aren't real movies. No, no, but Robert De Niro trying to be Star Wars. Tomorrow. No, I don't care. No, about no, 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 no. <laughs> but I know the Kari, like I know this is lame, so I don't want like disrespect. But like in, in, in my mind, Social Network did nothing. Like, disrespect that, that, that shit. Like like, like, like like Social Network was like a good movie. It was great. It was great writing. Da 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 da. da. But it, it didn't change anything. Like it didn't change yeah, the way but, people I mean, looked at anything. So if we're talking LeBron, I think so no, no, I think what was the LeBron movie? Okay, you know why I think it changed. A, a, it changed one a lot of way that uh, we see these people who build these big tech firms and these billionaires change movies. Wait, wait, yeah, I'm getting to that. Okay. So it changed of the way that these big tech firms operated right so this this is the cultural impact because it, it shows you these people care about money and these people care about a level of wealth that most people sitting down watching this movie will not or can't will, fathom it we can't fathom of, or will it. ever see and you see see the way that it um that it, that it impacts your daily life because as soon as you leave 
soon as you leave that theater, you get your phone and you talk about that movie. And it changed the way that all of those people who make the decisions about your life saying that someday someone could look at my life the same way and write a movie about that. Jack Dorsey could have seen Social Network Network and be like, fuck, this could be me. And this could be what my reputation is and how it changes. What Andrew's, I don't know what Andrew's looking for when he says how it changes movies. Because, well, wait, 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 because because when I say that someone did such a good job directing and someone wrote something so well that other writers want to get to that level of writing and so other you directors. Think it, you think it changed storytelling. Right. And other directors want to get to the, other directors want to direct something that good and be able to succinctly wrap up because that's part of the goal of when someone does something like biographical to be like okay maybe you can't do the person's whole life but you do this subsection of it and if you can do this sub what? it's hey, the hardest lift what's your so boy if you can do that yeah he needs to teach scorsese that shit because he didn't do no subsector in irishman he no. tried to do the whole shit and do the whole shit seven times yo so so this is this is my this is my point so like when you see all of these, and, and it's not just movies, because I feel like movies and television are conflated, but the hardest thing is to have a full story in a two-hour span. When you see people do these three-hour, four-hour movies, it's because they couldn't get it right. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, that's writing that's in part general. Of the reason. It's easier to put everything down, and it's harder to edit. Right, so when, when you see something like that, like, uh, and I could compare it to the way that Fleabag succinctly tells a story, and you have 30-minute bursts and two seasons and... Phoebe Wheeler said, like, this is it. This is my entire story, and I fucking nailed this. And people watched that and said that this is the thing that we want. And I see, like, the rhythm of the way that Sorkin writes affects other, like, the, I think that the best so show right now that's on TV was Succession. And part of that dialogue it could be seen sometimes as very Sorkin-esque. Like, people try to write that way. Like, part of the reason we view Netflix the way we do is because of Fincher and because of Sorkin. Because of, like, when Fincher said, like, I'm going to do House of Cards. And because that's going to change and give Netflix the kind of blueprint. So it changed the way that the culture uh, consumed entertainment. And so all that being said is why I think that that movie is emblematic and part of what the decade is. And if Avengers is right there, I think like Avengers could be too. And Avengers and Marvel are, of course, very important. And it's wild that I'm saying that about like Marvel and you're the person being pro-Marvel. And so, like, that's that's my thing about it. Like, we, me and you have this discussion on uh, quality mm-hmm. of filmmaking or quality mm-hmm. of television. But, like, and, I'm, and I always tell you, like, yeah, but if you're not paying attention to that kind of stuff and you just only watch, like, The Flash and whatever, you will think that that is good television. So you will think that a lot of these things are, are good if you haven't seen what the rest of it is. Like, I don't know any other... I think that that's the movie that's on the most top ten list for the like film of the decade. I don't think that Avengers like, and I'm just that's just my yeah. But are we preference. talking about the critics' choice? Because all right, no, see, that's just my choice. Okay, okay. That's so, the people's oh, choice, Andrew. Tell us about. Okay, yeah, because like, like the people like no, the, but the like, Oscars is no, but different, like, that's my right? Point, say no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. But that's my point though. Like, my mother knows who LeBron James. Is. I'm gonna keep using the LeBron James thing. My mother knows who LeBron James. Is the average person, you know, LeBron, he's a basketball player, right? Yeah, that's him. If you go to the average person and ask them who Aaron Sorkin is, they're gonna be like, "Who?" You know what I mean? Now, yeah, if you ask but them, I said, "What's the best movie of the decade?" That's what I said. That was yeah. That's, that's what I said. That, yeah. that, that, was the that depends of the on thing. your audience, so exactly like the, like, like 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 in terms of film buffs like yourself, one hundred percent will be Social Network. If you ask the majority, it's gonna be probably Endgame. That's my point. So, are we arguing for the highest quality based on these niggas who fucking movies heavy? Or are we fucking with 
Just yeah, but in quality. You base on you base on your. This is a subjective thing. Whenever you make a oh, list and you okay. talk about what's the best, it's absolutely always subjective. Well, I'm gonna give it to Endgame because thing. they thought comic book movies were gonna slow down. I think that set a precedence for the way they did it. I think just in movies in general, it showed that way. Like you can make something out of nothing because they really had nothing with that. And it was amazing that uh, did it nothing was, with that. The, the payoff to all the planning in the MCU turned right. out to be, I think, more amazing than people. And actually don't get me wrong. Social though. Network is a better movie. I'm not saying I'm not saying Endgame is a better movie. I'm saying I think that was the biggest movie of the day. I, and I think like perfectly uh, this encapsulate this entire discussion because. If what people want is something like what's going to entertain me when they consider best, because that's why I said something like this back, is completely subjective. no, but it came, it comes back down to the Trump thing. If you yeah. come back, if, if you come back it, yeah. to something like oh, whatever is the most popular thing or whatever no, people the eyes it's gravitate right to, thing, but like then that's what makes people gravitate to something like Trump. But if you say something is like objectively better, like and there could be other movies and social network, but I'm saying if you turn it to popular choice or great art yeah like mm. the like even the oscars were saying like they almost had a popular category to put movies like that because they said okay this Black needs Panther. to be this needs to be recognized and that wasn't even like a, that but bullshit. this this needs to be recognized and then or this this could be recognized but then that's not the best movie this other thing is the best, the best movie, movie but and like we want to put eyes and attention on this other thing because we want everyone to enjoy what the best quality film is yeah at the same time you can say like okay like this we is the most, that this this is is the like, most popular. Like, that sounds yeah. exactly like talking about Kobe and Luka Doncic. So I get it. Like you have the popular choice and that people are always going to talk about and people are always it. going to celebrate, but oh. it's not the quality. Explain it's the not Garnet the art. Thing. It's not the player that Luka this Doncic is. This motherfucker Kevin Garnett tried to say that he ran LeBron James out of motherfucking Cleveland. Not only that shit. To go to Miami. Not only and that shit. He, he said the NBA had a fucking... He basically turned Bahamian. On I, that I don't even know basketball that well, but that's cheat. not true. You need to understand that Kevin Garnett was only in Boston because he was crying about being in Minnesota with no help. He had Sam Cassell and Wally Zerbiak and lost to Kobe, who ain't as good as Luka Doncic. Kobe and Shaq in the Western yeah, Conference Finals in four games or two. And then he went, he goes, he goes to the Celtics. And you know the only way that Kevin Garnett agreed to go to the Celtics? After Ray Allen was there. So they already had two All-Stars there. And then Kevin Garnett goes. And then fine. They beat LeBron, and LeBron says, "You know what? In this era, in 2009, I'm doing this shit that y'all did. Championships are the one thing. I go with my boys. You with your little sissy boys over there. I could go with my boys, and we could beat y'all. Um, and LeBron did, and had Game Six in Boston. One of the greatest sporting performances I've ever seen in my life. And this." Easily. Fucking Kevin Garnett tried to downplay it like they that. Where, where did the he say? The M- he was on the Bill Simmons podcast. Oh shit! Yeah. The NBA the had an, the NBA had an agenda. This nigga literally sat there and said they cheat. Like that was his whole argument. He had nothing else to base it on, but they cheat. Clyde Drexler would never. I remember what happened. Right? Thank you. He would never. And then LeBron James run him out of Boston. LeBron James got that entire fucking team traded. I don't even know basketball, and, and I'm like, that's bullshit. That's not true. LeBron was just making decisions. Literally, of all the stress of my life today, I was the most incensed about that. No, no, that, that no, bothered no, me no, on no, a visceral no, level. I, mean, I went and looked up the interview and cut and paste the most egregious part <laughs> and had to post it. Because I distinctly crying. remember him crying he's about that shit. crying to call. He's a passionate guy. Anyway. He's a passionate that guy. Is exa- that is an example of how people... <laughs> he's a very passionate guy. People are motherfucking rewriting history when they think you don't remember. They are yeah. rewriting this things. This is why I pay respect Hold to Clyde. Accountable. I pay respect to Clyde the Glide. Champion. 
What is he doing right now? Huh? What is Clyde Drexler doing right he, now? He ain't in the NBA still? Uh, how to Survive 2020. Ain't it him and Lillard? No. How to Survive 2020. Clyde like Glide. <laughs> I, I think you meant to say that the other way. Right? Oh, no, I did not. Uh, I'm going to ask again, how to survive 2020. The robots are going to... I'm not I'm not moving from this point. The robots are going to kill us. Watch the robots. Pay attention. AI is evil. Like, we're going to die. Like, like this is... I think this decade is when we, is when we die. He's the, he's the commissioner of the big three league. I'm telling... Anime has prepared us for this, and y'all refuse to watch it. Ghost in the Shell. Pick it up. Watch the series. Uh... Psychopaths. It another seems like that prepared Psycho- us for sex with robots. A show named Psychopaths predicted what they're doing in China now in terms of facial recognition. They did that show came out in like 2010, and they're like, "Yo, look what's happening now." Let me say it again: the robots are gonna kill us. Andrew, they didn't predict that. That was a dude who was in the know who knew somebody that worked at that office where they was developing that tech, and he it leaked, and then he wrote that. I just have a conversation. I, okay. But in order to survive 2020, to, 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 to be more serious. Uh, I think you just gotta be aware, cause the woke shit ain't. No, cause the woke shit ain't working no more. No, no, real talk. No, like that's that's the middle ground. Real talk. That's just the middle ground. Be informed. That's it. Be informed. Make your own decision. Stop the tribalism shit. Stop trying to whatever. Just be informed. Like listen to both. Listen to both sides of the conversation. I'm just that's my, my that's my opinion. Have the conversation, understand each other. You know what? We can we can fuck with y'all in 2020. I'm just gonna have Andrew have the last one, right? Because this podcast is an hour and 35 minutes. But as John said, motherfucker, hashtag be aware. Be aware. That's it. That's all I got. Shout out to Glenn.